On behalf of Lineberg Information Services, this is Bob Keebler, and I'm here to talk about the recent volatility in the stock market and the tax planning opportunities that are available. Since December 30, 2015, the market has decreased approximately 9%. Within that 9% decrease has been tremendous volatility, both in the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, and in particular, mild swings in the price of oil. From an estate planning perspective, now is likely the time to enter into transactions such as GRATs, lifetime gifts of securities, IGIT sales involving securities partnerships, charitable lead annuity trusts in an effort to shift value down to children while benefiting charity up front, and Roth conversions. All of these techniques will function much better in a low stock market environment especially when there is tremendous hope that an expanding economy will provide value to your clients. From an estate administration perspective, if you're working on federal estate tax returns or state estate tax returns, we need to consider the alternative valuation at the six-month date of whether that will help you save taxes. You also need to look at the timing of pecuniary bequests. Recall that under the Keenan Doctrine, pecuniary bequests result in gain recognition up front. Other ideas from an estate administration perspective include, for ongoing trusts, making in-kind distributions of securities to fulfill 5 by 5 bequests. During a period of tremendous volatility, clients should also review late allocations of GST exemptions to trusts that are currently non-exempt. On the more sophisticated side, if you have a client that recently died with a concentrated stock position, you should evaluate the efficacy of what's called an estate collar. Basically, if I die and I own a large position in a stock at $50 a share, I can collar that stock. If the stock decreases substantially in value, I'm allowed to elect the alternative valuation date while simultaneously insulating myself from that volatility by virtue of the put side of the collar. This provides a very significant opportunity to protect risk while at the same time taking advantage of the alternative valuation date. From an income tax perspective, there are a number of techniques that should be evaluated, including the efficacy of Roth conversions. In the event that I have a substantial IRA, especially an IRA with pre-tax basis, I should look at the availability of a Roth conversion. If I convert in spring of 2016, I'm allowed to recharacterize as late as October 15th of 2017. That gives me ample time to see what happens in the market. If the market increases substantially, in all likelihood I would leave my money in a Roth conversion. If the market decreases or remains neutral, I would likely do a recharacterization going back from a Roth IRA into a regular IRA. It's important to remember that you are not allowed to recharacterize funds within a 401k plan. Also, from an income tax perspective, loss harvesting should be examined carefully, not only in the context of a family and their planning, but also in the context of an estate administration. For example, if a client died towards the end of December, it's very likely they have substantial losses in their portfolio. Those losses can be harvested. When you harvest those losses, you lock in the loss, carrying it forward through the 1041. Furthermore, when you harvest those losses, if you eventually elect alternative valuation for estate tax purposes, you are allowed 
to use the value on the day you harvest those losses. If the value has decreased since date of death, then you are allowed to use the lower value for alternative valuation purposes. On behalf of Leinberg Information Services, this has been Bob Keebler. Thank you for joining us today.